everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts and I am your therapeutic coach. Thank you guys for your continual support through your sharing and through your downloading of the podcast. I'm also grateful for those of you that have reached out for private coaching through my website. That's IamReneeRoberts.com. I'm grateful because I have now become a part, a very um, intricate part of some of your healing journeys. And that excites me because it is my passion to see people whole, not just um, emotionally, but literally holistically in every area of their lives. Um, I'm also excited about some of my new followers on Facebook and Instagram. And if you are not following me yet, why? What's up? Go ahead and get over there to at I am Renee Roberts and follow me on those platforms. And don't forget when you're on Facebook, you can join the Coach My World Podcast Fam Facebook group. I know it's a long name, but come on, you get it, right? Um, this, this group is literally for discussions of the episodes. It's also for you guys so that you can get Give me your feedback. You, we can communicate through there. For some of you, I know, but some of you, I don't. So this is a good way for us to get to know each other and also for me to get to hear your heart. You can also offer some suggestions, like what are some things you want to hear on the podcast? I am very open. And of course, my ultimate goal is for each episode to be a therapeutic time of healing, self-discovery, and for progress for your life. So let's get our lives moving forward. Listen, fam. All I can say is this. I am so hyped. I'm grinning cheek to cheek about the response to these friendship episodes. You all are eating them up and you are not keeping it to yourselves. You are sharing them. Big ups to all of you. I thank you for that. And this is so exciting to me because you all are being empowered to enhance or create healthier friendships. So in this last episode of the friendship series, I want to leave. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is the last one. This is the last one for this series. We'll get back to it at another time. The podcast is forever, so no worries. But for this one, I want to leave you with some awareness of toxic traits in friendships. So I've left the bomb for last. I'm going to blow it up and drop the mic and um, move on to something else after this. Uh, you know, some some of these toxic traits are extremely covert now, and that's because they've been normalized as OK, while other ones are just blatantly obvious. So I'm going to address both types in the hopes that you and your friends when you share this, can become more aware of these types of behaviors. And I want you to purpose to change them change these behaviors for the betterment of your relationships. Yes. Now here's the gotcha gotcha with this. There must be mutual change. This requires mutual focus and mutual reflection on the things I'm about to share with you about toxicity. When we're talking about mutual, we're talking about both parties, all parties involved. Not all friendships are just dual. Um, you have some that have three people, four people, five groups of friends. But uh, it's for everybody. There has to be a mutual movement happening in order for this to become successful and healthy. Yes? Remember, toxins are poisonous and they can cause severe damage. So it is so important to rid of toxins, not just in your physical body with all your cleansing and all of your sacredness and everything else you do to get rid of toxins you're clearing toxins in the air, but I want you to use that same energy and do it for your relationships as well. All right. I'm going to give you a statement of ownership for this episode. So I want you to repeat after me. This is our statement of ownership for this episode. My friends are not perfect, but neither am I. All right. 
come on and say that to yourself because you're probably listening to this by yourself. But go ahead and just say that my friends are not perfect, but neither am I. All right, let's get into it. Now, after much research, y'all know I love researching and sorting through a lot of the behavior traits I read, I've narrowed it down to what I consider the eight most common toxic behaviors found in friendships. There are many of them, and I literally started with 12 on my list, but that was going to take me into a part two, and I didn't want to do that, so I stuck with my fave eight, all right? Y'all remember that? Your fave five? Well, I got fave eight uh, that I'm going to give you in this one. And, um, you know, you could do some research yourself and find out what those other ones are. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So here we go. The first one. Number one, the first toxic trait is all about them and their issues and rarely about you. Have you encountered that? You know what? Be leery of friends that only show up when they are good or when they need you. They may pour their hearts out to you for an hour just talking about their issues and what happened and girl this, boy this. And maybe, just possibly, they'll squeeze in an obligatory style. Oh, child, how are you? I've just been running my mouth. You know, that's before they get right back into talking about themselves. And additionally, these are some of the same friends who are most times unavailable when you need them. Here's a word of caution. Do not, I repeat, do not get trapped being the strong or available friend. All right. That's another, that's an entirely different podcast. I can't get into that right here. But for those of you that are considered the strong friend or you're the one that's always, always available, beware. All right. Don't get trapped into that role. This type of toxin will drain you. It will drain your life over time. And eventually some discontentment with the friendship will start to set in, which creates other issues. Always be mindful that giving support and receiving it is crucial in maintaining healthy and stable friendships. All right. The second thing, They don't respect you nor your little boundaries. (laughs) You know, mutual respect is key. Here's the mutual again. The mutuality is is key in building a healthy relationship. It can't be a one-way street. It can't be heavy on one side. It has to be equivalent. You know, unfortunately, familiarity and closeness can sometimes be enemies to boundaries, which causes friends to start being disrespectful and taking advantage of each other's boundaries. This makes consideration, intentionality, and some clear communication of boundaries very, very vital. It can be as simple as something like borrowing, borrowing something without asking or And it could be something small, like, you know, maybe you had an extra ink pen on your desk and because we're good and we're cool, she don't care if I take this, she got a million of them, and you take the ink pen without even asking, that is crossing a boundary, all right? So it can be that simple or it can be as intense as insisting on uh, your friends doing, them, them insisting on you doing something you don't feel like doing or even want to do right? The the friendship circle should always be a safe space where being heard, being respected, and being cared for are, are totally mutual priorities. That means that it is a priority for all parties involved. This type of behavior most times is unintentional, but this does not negate the need for it to be addressed. Do you all understand what I'm saying? All right. 
Let's go on to the third one. Thirdly, they're trying to change you. Has anyone ever tried to change you? Have you ever had the the argument of leave me, let me be, this is who I am, stop trying to change me? Listen, I do believe that having some things in common is a good thing because it makes enjoying particular things together a lot easier, right? But here's a secret. A healthy relationship truly thrives off of differences, y'all. It thrives off of uniquenesses, not off of what we have alike. We have a like, we just what we have a like, we just keep throwing it back between each other. But when there are differences, we are able to expand. Keeping in mind that we all should be evolving and changing um, in positive ways as individuals, it is not your friend's role to change you. You understand? That's not their role to change you. When a friend is insisting on you being or becoming someone you are not, this, my fam, is toxic. And be careful because this toxic behavior can be very subtle. It can appear in a friend trying just them in them trying to tell you how to dress, how to talk, how to behave, how to walk. You understand? Girl, don't wear your hair like that. It makes you look like this. This differs from welcomed advice and suggestions. But remember, a healthy friend does not negatively criticize your unique your uniquenesses, but they celebrate them. Never ever compromise who you are, your values, your character to fit within your friend's criteria for acceptance. Who made friends the Lord of who we are? Nobody, right? Check on that, all right? Here's the fourth thing. There's always drama. We're talking about the toxins in our friendships. There's always drama. One of the most interesting yet common signs of a toxic relationship is that friend who loves to stir up some mess. They love to stir up some drama. Whenever they are in the mix, chaos is right there with them, like a side piece, like an act with them. And if they are not arguing with someone, they are complaining about something and creating tension. Ever been out to dinner or out to eat or out to a restaurant with a friend like that? Everything is a complaint. This is too hot. This is too cold. This is overcooked. This is too not cooked enough. Uh, you know, whatever it is, this is not enough. This is this doesn't look like the picture. Just complaining and it creates tension. Be aware of drama and do not encourage it, fam. Don't encourage it. Don't become a part of it. All right. The fifth one, and this is a goodie. They gossip regularly. I've been a part of circles like that. And and listen, we're going to talk about this monster, this monster of gossip. Gossip breaches trust and it adds suspicion, which totally threatens the safe space. Here's another truth I want you to remember. If you hear them talking poorly about others, if they're talking smack about others, you can start preparing your plate to be talked about, honey, as well as your secrets that they're about to be shared to other people. Just Just prepare. Just prepare. Because that is a character behavior, that, that is a flawed behavior, I should say, in the character when we talk about our friends behind their backs, all right? When we talk about people, period, but especially those that we're supposed to be a part, we share a safe space with, okay? Nothing breaks trust in a friendship faster than gossip, especially if it is a routine or it's always happening. And I keep giving you all these truths I want you to remember, but here's another one. I want you to remember this. Do not engage in the gossip, fam, because if you engage, it makes you just as untrustworthy. Boop, boop. All right. Come on. I need you to catch that. I need you to catch that. Well, I didn't see any say anything. I was just listening. OK, you are totally uh, involved with that now. You are part of it. OK, you play a role in it. 
Let's stay away from that. Uh, when you make it clear that you are not okay with gossip, gossip, you can possibly guide your friends in choosing to stop that type of foolishness. If you don't take a part in the foolishness, then maybe they will stop the foolishness. And if they choose not to stop the foolishness, you know what you need to do. Exit left. All right. Here's number six. They rarely apologize. Ah, this one right here, guys. Let me breathe. This one gets under all layers of my skin. I do not feel emotionally safe with people like this. And I'm just going to say it like that so that I can stay politically correct on in this in this space and not get emotional about it. Part of respecting our friends is being able to own our mistakes, being able to apologize and then making a commitment to to change our behaviors. Toxic friends though, they tend to avoid apologizing or they want to offer these insincere bogus sorry when you when you call them out on their bull. Instead of them taking time to hear you out without defense and and trying to consider what you're saying and and evaluate themselves by it, they'll say something like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Or they'll follow up their apology with a defense of, you know, I'm sorry, but, ooh, that but wants me to knuck if you, okay, knuck if you buck when, when the but comes out because you have just negated the whole entire apology, sweetie. These these bullcrap apologies show that your friend doesn't really care how their actions have affected you. This is toxic, fam. And don't get into arguments about them not apologizing. You know what you need to do. What do you need to do? <laughs> Exit left. All right. Number seven. They constantly put you down. Oh, God. I've never really run into friends like this, but I've seen it. I've I've witnessed it, I should say. Uh, this is why it's important to learn to identify that friend or those friends who rarely compliment or commend you. Uh, take notice of their response now. When you do something good or achieve significant goals or, you know, something that deserves an applause, watch. I want you to take a good look at those or that friend. Take a good look at them. If they're not gassing you up and making you feel like the ish, note, note it. And be careful because these are the ones that tend to be the same ones that's going to kick you when you're down. And they're the ones that seldom make you feel good about yourself. They also might show some displeasure or discomfort. I'm just saying when they see others gassing you up, this type of toxicity makes you feel unhappy. It makes you feel tense. It makes you feel like I don't want to be around them. And you start feeling drained of your energy and don't even really know. You know why, but it's like, why does this drain me? Why? Because friends were meant to gas us up. You understand? I need people around me that's going to gas me up, light me up, make me look big, make me shine, make me feel like I'm the best thing like they say, since sliced bread. You understand what I'm saying? When they're not that way, this becomes abusive, fam. When it's always putting you down, when it's always uh, uh, never complimenting you or always has something to, negative to say when something positive is happening in your life, that's abusive. Yep, I said it. It's abusive. This is emotionally ab- abusive and it should not be tolerated. All right. Number eight. I'm going to move on from that. Number eight. Here's my last one. What's my time? Okay, yes, I'm doing good. Number eight, they are jealous of your other friends. Oh, God. I have to confess, I've been in this space. I have been the toxic one 
in this space before in my life. A toxic friend will have a hard time sharing you with other friends and tend to get really jealous when you're with other people. God helped me. Thank you, Jesus. Because that was me all the way. You see how you see when you when you become healthier, you are able to own and acknowledge where you were. And so that's where I was, fam. I was this possessive person which was extremely unhealthy let me let you know possessiveness is not cute and it's very unhealthy don't get me wrong now it's natural to be a little territorial in friendships but when others approach the friendship territory in a healthy way then there's no need of becoming possessive and jealous what in the heck was wrong with me I know what was wrong with me I had my own insecurities and my own lack of uh, uh, model, good examples, I should say, of healthy friendships. And so I duplicated a lot of what I saw. All right. And maybe that's your case, too. But we are here to become healthier. Yes. Come on. Take it from me. I've been in your shoes. Toxic toxicity starts kicking in when when friends try to put a wedge between you and those other friends. Right. They will also use emotional manipulation to try to pull you away from your other friends. And it could look something like them saying, you're my only friend. I can't believe you're going to go knowing I'm here by myself. Or they will say something about the friend, the other friend and say, you know, they don't really care about you. So I don't know why you're, you're even doing them. Be careful, y'all. Just be careful with this type of be- of behavior because this is a very, very, very toxic behavior, and um, it's it's not good. It is not good. All right. Now, you've heard about the toxic traits. I want to know from you. Well, you can't really tell me right now, but maybe you could post it in the group chat. What are you feeling? What are you thinking now that you've heard these toxic traits? And then I want to know, even more importantly, what are you planning to do about it? Like right now, what are you going to plan to do about it? Are you feeling moved in your own heart to start making some changes? Do you do you see some areas, not just in your friends, but in your own life that could possibly be changed? Regardless of where you are eternally, internally right now, it's so important to remember to extend grace and humility when considering which of your friends are potentially toxic. It is also important to be self-reflective, fam, and make sure you are not the toxic person in your friendship. You know we keep it balanced here on Coach My World. If you do notice um, some pretty pretty clear toxic traits in a friend, then here's what I want you to do. It's, it's time for you to, to think about having a conversation with them. You know your friend and you know what their mental and emotional triggers are. You know what their capacities are emotionally. I want you to keep these things in mind and try to avoid uh, stepping on these triggers as you prepare for a conversation with them. The key word is prepare. Don't just come off the cuff. You know, you don't listen to this podcast and I'm about to go talk to them. No. Stop. I need you to stop and think about it and prepare. I did, you know, in the research I was doing, it suggested that you preface the conversation beforehand, almost like give them a, a preview so that they don't feel blindsided and be very transparent uh, with how their actions affected you. Use feeling language, all right? Like I or I feel uh, to express yourself and be patient if your friend gets defensive. Uh, that is normal. 
Now, for some potentially toxic friends, this will be a helpful and welcome conversation because they are all about change and they value the relationship. But for others, this conversation just may stir up some feelings like they feel like they've been attacked or you've been aggressive towards them. And so they're going to kind of reciprocate the behavior and they may even gaslight you in the conversation. But I want you to just be patient. Remember that because you may have to come back and have this conversation multiple times before any significant change occurs. Now, if you feel that it's just a little too toxic and they're not listening, then you may have to make other arrangements for that particular friend. In other words, that friend may not be able to be a part of the friend circle any longer. But I want that to be your last resort, okay? Not the first. Whatever happens, remember your mental health is valuable and worth protecting. So if a friend is not committed to fixing their behavior, to better uh, love and care for you, or to to make the friendship uh, healthier, then it's okay to take a step back from that relationship. Once again, I didn't say cut. I said take a step back so you can really figure out uh, what needs to be done, but you're making a decision that is not emotional. All right? Oh, yeah, 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 fam. I hope this has been instrumental in cleaning up those friendships and creating healthier, thriving friendships. By dealing with the toxins, you are sure to cultivate a safe space within your circle of friends. And listen, don't be afraid to put distance between you and a toxic friend. And don't be apprehensive about checking yourself. I know. Uh, All right, fam, it's a wrap. You know I love you. And I know you can do this because I did it. So until next episode, never forget that your heart matters. So those close to your heart, your friends to be exact, they must be safe for your heart. Have a great one.